Yeah, I was a little embarrassed. I mean, like embarrassed for other people, not embarrassed talking to you guys, but embarrassed like <laughs> talking to other people that I was, you know, like en route to a Taco Bell when my car <laughs> broke down. <laughs> so the so when you called the tow truck company, they were like, "Where were you headed?" And you're like. Doctors for a blood test? Get off my back. <laughs> it's, six, it's six o'clock at night, but it's really seven because the, the clock just shifted. I was going to oh. go uh, volunteer at an orphanage, you fuck. Get out of here. <laughs> Definitely wasn't trying to get the Rhea. I hope, the you know that, I hope you know that this is the cold open, right? Like... Hey, guys. Uh, you'll notice about five minutes in to this app, uh, Seth drops out for a second or two. I've uh, very crudely recorded what i recall him saying just for the sake of continuity thanks enjoy the ep do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation well what if you were in too deep do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care here at faking movies we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to <laughs> Faking Movies. Uh, this wow. is episode 130, my lads. Oh, God, oh, I, oh, I can't believe you did it that way. I thought we were just making a joke Fake before, but you actually did it. That's fine. Oh, what a bunch of hooligans you got here at Fake and I don't think we've ever shit on Ireland before. That's a new one. No, we absolutely have. What are you talking about? We yeah. do that voice like every other episode. Kevin uh, has been on the show before. It's oh, that's a good point. That's yeah. good point. Shout out to Kev. Hey, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe anyway, listener. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, uh, I think he only listens to the episodes. He's yeah, on. probably. Um, not, so <laughs> that seems to be a common listening pattern that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, yeah. So I listen to the only episodes that I'm on. So all of them. I only listen to the ones that I have to edit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode one thirty. Um, go ahead and check out our fucking Twitter, mm-hmm. everybody. Do um, that. Yeah, do it. we um, we're here at a. Uh, we're here on a sad week, everybody. Um, friend of the show and host Seth. Um, I guess I guess we're all friends of the show. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh huh, yeah. like, that's true. Technically, yeah. Yeah, Seth lost his dear Henry this week. Yeah, um, oh, Henry Henry died. Uh, he was with me for twelve years or eleven years, and yeah. that's a good run. That's a mm-hmm. that's honestly a very good, run. especially for an American-made car. Especially hey. for this Hey-o. specific American-made card. Yes. <laughs> Faked you out, uh, fuckos. Uh, yeah. So that's, that'll teach you to feel sympathy for us. It's um, true. <laughs> Joke's no, my, on... my car died on the highway that while Lee and I live many, many hours apart on the same highway that is like goes through both of our towns. It's very It's strange. a heart-worn highway. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. Man, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be weird if you had a human a child and Lee was introducing the death of that child? That would have been way different. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just for goofs. Old Man. Hank. Hank had a good run, but oh, that child leukemia really gets in there. <laughs> hey, 12 years is, is pretty good yeah, when you need that bone run. marrow at age two. Like, you know. Run. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, moving on. Dark. <laughs> Zach is going dark. All right. Yeah, yeah. This is upsetting. Uh, it's daylight so saving time. Zero so dark. One hundred and thirty. Hey. Oh. oh. 
Holy shit. Oh, we done did it. All right, get All right. Catherine Bigelow on the phone because yeah. it's time for a remake. Um, <laughs> Ew, but it involves I don't us. want to talk to Jeremy Renner, though. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> I don't think he's in that one. That's the Hurt Jeremy? Locker. Yeah. Oh shit! Other Chris Chris Pine is in Zero Dark Thirty though. Mm. Not Chris Pine. Chris Pratt. And I Chris don't want to fuck with Chris Pratt. No, he's oh. got like weird cult connections or something right now. He's in like what? a really conservative Christian church for yeah. rich people. Yeah. Oh. It's like Scientology, but more Jesusy. Yeah. Yeah, he married oh. a woman that's very younger than him after mm. not knowing her very long. I was gonna say him and Anna Faris haven't been divorced all that long. Hmm. Yeah. Chris, what are you doing with your life, bud? Uh, he got ripped, and now he's like, it's. We've all realized that he was uh, never cool. He was just like a Jesusy dude who, yeah, uh, no, was, he was he, fat and made jokes. Yeah, that's the transition where the fat kid forever gets like kind of ripped, and then like gets this new persona at, you know, it comes into their own at mid thirties rather no, than at like thirteen. So and that's like, not a cool look. Wasn't that wasn't that just basically the premise of the the second half of the It movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, spoiler, sorry. Uh, spoiler for It? Uh, yeah. Well, there's a novel that came out in the 70s? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Hey, it's <laughs> turtles all the way down, so like it's fine. Hey, okay. Hey. Biting tongues and telling jokes. Uh, <laughs> that is how that ends. I know. In case you, in case you haven't read it. Um, oh, boy. Jesus, let's just get going. Um, yep. Seth, you're doing a thing this week. <laughs> I, I surely am, I guess, nominally. Um, right, so you gave me a uh, a little film called... <laughs> let's, let's say Lil. Yeah, a little yeah. film called Chill Factor. We sure did. So far, you are very correct. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you gave me four actors. Seth says Cuba Gooding Jr. and something funny about Cuba Gooding Jr. And then also Skeet Ulrich. And I don't think I know who Skeet Ulrich is. I mean, how dare you? But yeah, okay. have you never seen Scream? Yeah, but oh yeah, he is one of yep, the main I'm dudes in Scream. Pardon, you've never seen Scream? <laughs> yeah, or any Johnny Depp movie and squinted a little bit? Yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Johnny Depp who's less talented and doesn't beat women. Well, that's I mean, I'll, I'll take that. definitely take that. <laughs> I'll take that yeah. every day, every goddamn day. Um, <laughs> right. So Cuba Skeet Skeet. Uh, David. <laughs> His real name's Brian. Well, if we nah. <laughs> okay. uh, I learned a lot about Skeet Ulrich this week watching this movie instead of watching just... this movie. So. <laughs> yep, yep, me too. <laughs> uh, then he gave me David Paymer, who's uh, David real bad guy. Paymer. Who... Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> yep, I really like David Paymer. Me yep. too. Yep. And then we had uh, Kevin J. O'Connor, who was a person that I didn't know, but he's also a that guy. I mean, he was that one guy in The Mummy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why we gave me. him to you, because we figured that would be the first thing that came up when you Googled him. I mean, that was the only that was the only like role that I really have any idea of that he existed in. So he also um, played, as for um, my move. Oh, he also played Roy Go Boy ahead. in Canadian Bacon. Oh. oh, he did play Roy Boy in Canadian Bacon. Man, I haven't thought about that in a while. I, I yeah. was going to note, there were also zero additional people that we could have given you that you would have known at all. So. Wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's, that I, scans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I I added a couple of actors in various iterations. Wonderful. Fabulous. <laughs> well, sort of. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. So the the first movie that I have up, as I was writing it this morning, 
uh, comes from me and Zach talking about doing a Riverdale slash fic. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, right. Yeah, the, Zach has. Oh, and you had an actor, so we crazy can crazy shit that's been happening on R- Riverdale. Well, okay. So Man. here's the thing. I'm on the pulse I know apps. Let me tell you. Well, I know absolutely nothing about the Archie universe or the Archieverse, right. as we call it. Yep. Yep. yep, um, yep. Maybe if we could get fellow podcaster Sydney McElroy in here, we could learn about the Archie universe. Is she a big yeah, fan? I don't really care. Oh. Um, I just want to meet well, Dr. Sydney. She seems cool. Well, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. But so without knowing literally anything about Archie or anything like that, and I think Sabrina is in that universe, right? No, Ooh. it's made by the same people, but it's technically oh. different. You, they're they're parallel universes. Okay, well, uh, so anyway, I had Archie played by Cuba Gooding Jr., I Love had <laughs> Jughead, uh, played by Skeet Ulrich. Sure. I had, uh, I think there's a lady named Veronica. Yeah, pay- that's true. Played yep. by David Paymer. Um, <laughs> and I had, I, I think there's a, another woman named Betty, perhaps? That's, those yeah. are the and, four main and, ones. Uh, gender-blind casting. Yeah, best. and she's that's played really... by Kevin J. O'Connor. And then this I thought Sabrina, wonderful. the teenage witch, was in here, so I just added in Renee O'Connor from Xena Warrior Princess in there to play oh, her. Fun. The woman who played Gabby? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, cool. Hey, nice. Cool. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was one garbage idea. Yeah. Uh, the next one was oh, there's yeah, there's a bunch of failed things as I was trying to come up with stuff. Of course, like certainly. always. So the next one was the chill factory. Oh, uh, okay. Which is basically a movie like the Hudsucker Proxy, except about it's about the creation of the modern refrigerator. Oh, I would watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I ever told you guys about the time I stole like several thousand dollars of ice cream? How much ice cream is seven or several thousand dollars worth of ice cream? That's gotta be a fuckload of ice cream. The amount of ice cream like that you trunk. can, f- the amount of ice cream that you can fill the trunk and entire cab minus the driver's seat of a Hyundai Elantra. Oh, okay. Uh, the shelf life of ice cream is about fifteen minutes. So what do you do after that? <laughs> well, you crank the AC and you wear a uh, Santa hat and you deliver it to all your friends. Oh, oh, that was very sweet. So, like, okay. how did you pull off this heist? Or uh, is this going to incriminate you? So, like, I, maybe we shouldn't. Did you I had a, a friend. <laughs> I had a friend who was working at a ice cream warehouse, um, oh. and he called and said, "Hey, um, I've got a, a delivery list. If you want to come up and uh, deliver a bunch of ice cream to people," and I said, "You mean like that they bought like?" <laughs> And he goes, no. So <laughs> that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, so that was a chill factory, like you know, uh-huh. yeah, it yeah. was a literal freezer. That's that's Lee's movie this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that time I committed a felony. <laughs> yeah, it was maybe a that, misdemeanor. Seven several thousand dollars. That's probably a felony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on on how much it actually was worth. Yeah. Yeah. That, Grand that depends theft. Quite a bit. Yes. Ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so here's the next one. A chill factor, a scare quotes, very bad movie about the development of a Scoville-like rating system, you know, Scoville for peppers, but for cooling things like mint and menthol cigarettes. Incredible, <laughs> incredible, incredible, incredible. I love this. Oh, these camel crushes oh. are a zero on the chill factor. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Now they're a 500. Well, no, they, they all go negative. It's it's the opposite of natural numbers. It's like... Yeah, right, zero. right. I see. Yeah. 
So could you get the absolute <sighs> value of a of a menthol cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. Well, and the Scoville unit is notably made up. Well, now it's a bit like they've. It's they've a little more codified, it. but like originally it, it was just completely arbitrary. So. No, originally the original story was it was how many glasses of water one would have to drink to remove the taste from your mouth. Oh that's god. stupid. And so that's a, so stupid. Yeah, a I bell mean, pepper was like zero, and then the next one up was like ten, which was already made up, and then we got to like the hundreds, and it's like okay, this is nonsense. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds about exactly. I mean, like all all measurement is arbitrary. We know that's that, true. But... It seems to that's me like true. the correct way to to create to make up a measurement like that is to like, okay, how much capsaicin is in it? Like, how many grams of that's, capsaicin are there? That's what and it like... has turned into. Yeah, it's like the concentration of of capsicum within you know a certain whatever unit. Uh, like a gram or whatever, Part probably. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. It's how they do, like, calories or whatever. Now. Yeah, probably. Cal- it's much well, more, much more calories, but mm-hmm. Kettle calories, yes. They're using <laughs> an even more archaic, ridiculous version of calorie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So it's not about that? Yeah, that's no. a, that one sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really have the uh, thought back. I mean, that's it. your whole fucking movie, is, is just a bunch of people sitting around in like a fucking think tank arguing over how we're going to develop this unit of measurement. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a bottle movie. <laughs> or or it's like a Werner Herzog movie where, yeah, it's it's just people eating minty things and then just watching them drink glasses of water until they're like, no, nah, I can still taste it. Yeah, it's still in there. You this think that Werner Herzog is more is. experimental than he is. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't imagine Werner Herzog being talking about, like, the peppermint represents the existential dread of the coming winter <laughs> that will arrive for us all. Yeah, but eventually a bear eats a guy, and so that's a whole... It doesn't even nowhere. happen on fucking camera, dude. Like He didn't show it. They, they, they put it in the movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, here we go. We fucking start on enough. an exterior shot of a big-ass spaceship. Ooh. And then we're introduced to our characters, and... Uh, <clears throat> yep. Wow. And... Uh, Sorry, it, the FBRs. In... Uh. It turns out that this is like a colony ship headed towards whatever planet or solar system is in the style at the time. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. This that's gonna be the the theme of this. So, Alpha Centauri yeah. or Mars? Who fucking cares? Yeah, I like this matter. approach to creativity. Is I don't fucking whatever. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so uh, Cuba uh, is ostensibly the hero of our film. Of course, he's just like a an everyday sort of spaceman. He's competent and confident, but not overly so. He's just a generally likable guy. Sure. Uh, Skeet Skeet Ulrich is a, <laughs> he's a young yep. guy in this, and he's, this is of course his first major space trip, so he's our audience stand-in, because things keep having to be explained to him, so he's our exposition boy. Okay. Sure. Um, David Pamer is a- Clap, 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 clap. Is a nervous guy in kind of a schlubby space business suit. You know, it has piping and wings and like say. extra rings and stuff, you know. Yes, absolutely. Um, and he's like a space administrator. He's not really a colonist, but he was kind of assigned to go along with this by some higher ups. He, he's a space accountant is what you're getting. Essentially, yes. yeah. He's mm-hmm. obviously that, yeah. Yeah, you come from accountant <laughs> stock. You know what it's like. I I, I am related to some David Hardy Bayers, accountant stock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a milliner. 
Uh, and then your last name is Abacus, so <laughs> yeah, certainly Abacus Abacus Finch. Yeah. Shit, you uh-huh. gave it away. <laughs> oh shit, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Sorry, Zach's real name. I, I just said it. Um, well, I mean, Zach has been the most doxed of anyone on this show. It's so. true. It's true. So look up in that town he lives, just Abacus <laughs> Finch, and then you'll eventually find him. Mm-hmm. I love this lore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, Kevin J. O'Connor is this sort of quiet, stern-looking guy who doesn't really say much here at the beginning, and he's very, like, calm and collected, okay? So, uh, we're introduced to all these characters and a bunch of others that I didn't really feel like fleshing out, so that's fine. Sure. Uh, lots of dispensable people, but then I wrote that, and then I was like, wow, that's a really awful thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, for the purposes of the plot, they're they're kind of, you know, not important. No, I totally understand what you're getting at. It, right. it depends on the movie, but there are several genres in which it is totally fine to have dispensable people. Yeah, I just, yeah. I think it's an awful thing to say either way. Uh, sure, there's, yeah. It's the actuarial table of your movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's true. David Paymer would know all about actuarial tables. Oh, That's boy. why I brought it off. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, so as one would expect, uh, there is an explosion, and it becomes clear that they're under attack by... I couldn't come up with an alien name, so I wanted to, to crowdsource to you guys. We need an alien name, a kind uh, of... The Chilarians. The Chilarians, they have, yeah, okay. Hmm. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, the Chilarians attack. Uh, these, well, because uh, it's a chill factor. That's, you know. Right. Well, that's coming, so don't worry. These, okay. these uh, Chilarians are sort of like a predator clone sort of thing. They can be invisible. They're all just trying to kill the colonists. In, like, they look comedic. more like chili, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Seth, god, I really Seth, wish this I, I was a visual use... medium. Like Seth, I hope you're gonna use the word Chilarian a bunch, so Lee has to sit in this fart that he's created for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Just really make him live in it. Just right deep in it. <laughs> yes, I've never seen you so upset, Seth. Like for real. <laughs> I was just trying to get through one sentence. <laughs> nope. You know how you know how we do. No. <laughs> I'm glad it brought you so much joy. Um, oh fully God. broke. Fully broke. Okay, so uh, the Chilarians are just trying to kill colonists in comedic slash gory ways because this is like a sensibly okay. a comedy also. Okay. Uh, y'all, y'all know the drill. Uh, all our major characters play their parts. Like Cuba reluctantly takes charge, of course. Skeet Skeet is yeah. completely <laughs> flustered, but seems to be staying reasonably calm. Uh, and l- at least looks better than David Paymer, who is just a complete fucking mess. And uh, Kevin O'Connor is calmly and quietly like following behind everybody else, right? So after interacting with other survivors and some of the Chilarian attackers... Um, Does this feel like fart in here to anybody? (laughs) (laughs) A a colony scientist who I wrote here, possibly Robbie Coltrane. Um, Oh, okay, hell yeah, or some shit. Nuns on the run. Uh, yeah, he he expositions real hard and (laughs) explains that the way these aliens stupidly work. (laughs) Which aliens are these again? Oh, the Chilarians. Uh 
is they see elevated levels of like cortisol and other hormones which they can track like a stressed out animal will leave traces of cortisol in the oh. air and then the aliens can keenly see it that sort of thing so essentially okay. honestly yeah. this is just as as viable as fucking the plot of uh, a quiet place you know oh yep. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, so essentially, you just have to stay calm, or you get killed. Uh, to sure. which, Skeet oh wait, Skeet... this is literally the plot of After Earth. No, oh, is it? Yes. Mm, well... Wait, After Earth, the horrible Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Yes. I never actually oh, saw no. it. <laughs> oh Uh-oh. no, I also did not see it. Yeah, the the aliens can can only see panic or something oh, like that. Geez. I mean, yeah. keep oh, keep a keep a certain thing under a certain level comes into a lot of movies, let's say. Like yeah, speed, but or like maybe this is other this is movies. essentially <laughs> <laughs> more on that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this is After Earth. Um, this is in the anyway. After Earth universe. M Night Shyamalan directed it. So you uh you have to stay calm or you get killed to which Skeet Skeet says um Oh, so it's like we just have to be aware of our chill factor. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. That's and so oh, they get like attacked this, yeah. by the uh, uh, by the Chillarians and the nameless scientist played by Robbie Coltrane is killed, but our four heroes get away. And so um, since we've established this is directed by M Night Shyamalan, is the twist going to be that the Chillarians just wanted their baby back, baby back, baby back? <laughs> yes, wow. it is. You, wow. you they want their baby back. <laughs> All right. And now, uh, for a while... I've been up since 3 a.m. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. And now for a while, anytime anything scary happens or startling, one of them is like, what? uh, Watch watch your chill factor, bro. Uh, You know, in that sort of situation. It's very Mm -hmm. heavy-handed. In fact, uh, they'll eventually figure out, like, what level of hormone production attracts the alien or the chillarians and they sort of have to keep things below that level yeah. so the i group- don't think it's that bad you guys are really shitting on me about this it's not that bad like- I, i'm impressed with how much seth is dropping it on in there. Yep. uh so the group keeps getting attacked and people blame david pamer because he seems like he's a total mess right clap, he's clap, covered clap, in clap. like flop sweat and looking worse and worse the adventure continues and then suddenly say. The group is attacked by a huge group of Chilarians. Um <laughs> and it looks like our peeps are totally and thoroughly fucked at this point. Sure. But yeah. this time David Pamer does a bunch of crazy wire stunts and spin kicks and crouching tiger hidden dragon sing and with his makeshift weapons just decimates all of the Chilarians. That is Amazing. dope as fuck. Yeah. Yep. And so it yep, turns yep, out yep. that David Pamer's disheveled and bumbling character was really acting the whole time and is actually super calm and collected, but he's looking like the fool because so the other people can stay calm by having them think, oh yeah, hey, well at least I'm better than that guy over there. Oh, I thought you were going to make him a, a spy Chilarian at the end. Okay. Nah. So he's uh, and both it, like an accomplished warrior and a, a, a brilliant statistician. It uh, or strategist, strategist is the word right. I was going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- actuary, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they call it, me the actuary. <laughs> well, it also turns out that the common collected-looking Kevin O'Connor is a total fucking shit show under the surface. So he's scared and nervous about everything, uh, like and, Kevin O'Connor is in every movie. Exactly, and so they test his chill factor and he's like white hot so he's been attracting the aliens the whole time oh so the movie white hot kevin o'connor star power (laughs) it's true well 
Uh, so the movie ends with a deus ex machina of, like, the yeah. Star Brigade or something uh, <laughs> coming and saving them or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> only because <laughs> David fucking Pamer managed to get a message out in an earlier scene as soon as the attack began. Where, like, the whole world seems to be crashing down around everybody else. But he deftly, like, negotiated and stayed calm in the middle of the battle to get an SOS out to the Star Brigade while everyone else was totally out of their shit. So the real hero is David Paymer. End of movie. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> Seth, I mean, you've been doing a lot of like contemplative movies lately, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been giving you some fucking great scores. Um, this is totally different, and uh, I expect uh, I expect the score to be very much the same as you've come oh, expecting no. me. Yeah. yeah. No, I, that was a total mess. But man, you still won by a bunch. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. Oh for sure. Hundy yeah. P. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, tell me about this real chill factor. Are there chillarians? No. no. Well, no. depends on your I have it pulled up. Do you have it pulled up, Zach? I do. I'll do the thing. Okay. Um, I haven't read it yet. First time for everything. Here we go. Hey, yeah, I new, guess I haven't either. Yeah. A, a new biological chemical weapon that explodes up to temper... Hold on. This is not a sentence. God damn it. <laughs> I fell into the Seth trap. <laughs> oh, you sure <laughs> did. <laughs> a new Welcome biological... to being dyslexic. That's what it's like, except <laughs> yeah. all the time. And so many adjectives that aren't in the right order, which you taught me about. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a very specific order that yeah. adjectives go. Yeah, yeah. That's true. A new biological chemical weapon that explodes up to temperatures over 50 degrees Fahrenheit falls Terrible. into the hands of two men who try to make sure that it doesn't get stolen by a terrorist. Oh, Terrible. so like it just can't get warm? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so Why didn't you... they just say it can't get warm? No, like you nailed this part. Like you can't go over a certain value. Oh, that is okay. literally the entire yeah. premise of this movie. <laughs> okay. All right. So do you want to hear about this fucking movie? I mean, I... Sure. God, yeah. it fucking mm-hmm. sucks so bad. By the way, this movie is just worse. The Rock. Oh. Oh, the, the worse. The Rock does not even begin to describe this movie. What was it the is... other movie that it's like? I remember I, I, uh, I... Broken Arrow was the other. Oh, yeah. Arrow, yeah it's sorry. like this it's like this it's like Broken Arrow and The Rock got flowers in the attic and this is the Oh child. no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Um okay. <laughs> they got a rose for Emily. <laughs> oh boy, that's a very different story, but okay. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um all right. So they got flowers for Algernon. <laughs> oh, that's also a very different story. Tuesdays with Morid? I feel like I've made that joke recently. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. By the way, fuck Mitch Albom. Yeah. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Sure. He does suck. Sure, sure. Um, okay, so there's a cold open to this movie. Cold open. Uh, cold. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Chilarian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. Di- David Paymer is a scientist who invents this like chemical weapon and there's like he's at like a military installation a remote one on an island and it's just him and soldiers and Kevin J O'Connor's one of them and this is literally the only scene Kevin J O'Connor's in cuz he dies um cool and <laughs> it's time to pack up and leave and the scientist wants to do one more test and he's named this test group Elvis and like the colonel in charge of things is like, hey, we turned off all the safety protocol. We got to get out of here. And he's like, no, no, I want to test this thing. And he tests no, it. bad plan. And, <laughs> Correct. Yeah, he tests it and his assistant is like, if it goes over 50 degrees, we're all going to fucking die. And guess what happens? They all fucking die except for David Paymer and the colonel because they were in like a safety bunker. What? Okay. So then the yep. colonel gets yeah. court-martialed and put in Leavenworth, I think. Um, yep, mm-hmm. that's the one, the famous one. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then we skip like ten years ahead, and David Paymer's fly fishing, and um, you know, yep. as you do. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's friends with Skeet Ulrich, who is also fi- fly fishing, and they talk about fly fishing a bunch. And then like they both go to the diner that Skeet works at, and um. Then like it's just nighttime. Like how you know, tired you sound! I was just gonna say, you know what's fun? It? You yes. literally just forgot what happened because that's exactly the right sort of uh, approach to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess he works the night shift. So now it's nighttime, and Cuba shows up to deliver a bunch of ice cream, but he's like trying to rip his ice boss cream. off. Yeah, he's, he's doing literally to... the thing that you talked about before this that probably we won't. But, but yeah okay. oh yeah i didn't accept any money i was just a santa claus i was a sure. hog father of ice cream oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so he shows up and he's trying to rip his boss off and he's like oh give me the payment in cash and he's like skeet's yeah. like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> yeah. and in the meantime david paymer has been shot by the colonel who's now out of prison and is a terrorist of and course like, he is david paymer like shows up to his friend's place with the the chemical weapon and he has like a 15 minute death scene where he explains exactly what's gonna happen with the chemical weapon yeah uh then we see skeet and cuba on the road for a while being chased by these terrorists and they somehow keep eluding them uh eventually they get caught and then like skeet uses his fly fishing knowledge to oh like trick God. them well, no, Skeet uses a thing David Paymer told him about fly fishing that was very philosophical to trick them. He like he literally thinks back to David Paymer told me this like deep like it's not the fly, it's the something else and he goes Does he tell oh, him the river shit. runs through it. No, it was like the 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 trout that we're fishing are like the best hunters in this river and you have to like trick the hunter into thinking that they've caught their prey already or something. I don't know. It is exactly that. Yeah. So he he does a bomb switch is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He did yeah, he switches out the stuff. So like they still have the bomb and like the terrorists don't. And there's like a good army guy that's trying to help them over the radio the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it ends up where they're all in, like, a fucking tunnel. And even though the army, like, sealed the tunnel from one end, a bunch of cars end up in there anyway. And now everybody's going to die. And the terrorists are in there. And, like, (laughs) eventually all the good guys make it out fine. The boredom in your voice is so indicative of how good this This is. This is going to be the shortest summary I've ever done. Yeah, Um, by a lot. (laughs) uh, Eventually all the good guys make it out, and it's just the terrorists stuck in the tunnel. Of course it is. The army seals off the tunnel, and then this dude is like, I guess I'm going to die now. So he he opens up the chemical weapon, and we get some really shitty 1999 era CGI of him literally melting. You say really shitty, but again, this is quite literally the plot of The Rock, and uh, they did it very well in The Rock, the face meltiness. And- yeah, they didn't do it good here, is what no, I'm saying. They did not, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. And then, yeah. like, and then, like, the the movie's over and like Cuba and Skeet are like, Hey, we get a reward. Right. And the good army guys like, I'm actually allowed to kill you if I need to, to make you not talk about this. And they're all like, chill, chill. We're good. We're good. Um, and, oh, then, and then he executes them. No. And oh. then two, two, um, two buxom army nurses come to like help them. And they're all like, mm, so you know what happened so we can brag. And then the movie ends. Lee, I, I, as much as I admire your off the dome 
summaries of movies, I think you forgot the most important part of this movie is that they're constantly trying to keep the bomb cold because it explodes over fifty over degrees. fifty degrees. Yeah, that is literally like, the the thread that goes throughout the entire. I would like movie. to point out that when <laughs> Skeet finds this out, his thought is, "Oh, I need this guy's ice cream delivery truck to pull this off," and not. I need all of these coolers that they sell at the general store I work at, plus some ice, and then I'm good. They they move this from cooler to cooler to cooler to cooler to cooler about 16 times. No, there's movie. never a cooler. There's finally a cooler For at sure. the yeah. end, and it's a broken cooler. Yeah. Well, and, and then, then the, a, the guy in the tunnel has a beer. They're, they're freaking out because it's at like 49.7. And some hillbilly comes up and he's like, the fuck's going on here? And they're like, like I got a cooler gotta full be, of beer. Bomb's got to be cold. And yeah, he's like, I got a cooler full they of really beer. They really don't and understand like, thermal inertia or anything. Because mm-hmm. like, if yeah. it were steadily increasing in temperature, it would like it would take some time for it to... also they they never well they they do do the ramp up for the even when they put it in the cooler it gains like a tenth of a degree okay so like that part was cool okay but they they never properly motivate why this bomb needs to be under 50 degrees it's just asserted in the beginning and we just take that as rote it's the MacGuffin, right so yeah yeah Yeah. but like there's he literally he puts in the cooler and then eventually he takes it out of the cooler and just wraps it in his shirt Thus making it warmer? Uh, yeah, it's not clear. Yeah. What that does. This yeah. movie, this movie's <laughs> clown shoes. It's just trying to insulate it from the. This movie air. is clown shoes. <laughs> I I don't I I can't like I can't like I don't have coherent thoughts about this movie. Yeah. Like other it's than tough. it being a, a worse version of The Rock. Like. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee, you asked me if I had notes because you're like, we need something to fucking talk about. I literally, this is the only movie in 130 episodes I do not have a text file for. There's oh, nothing. wow. <laughs> I, I opened one, did not save it, wrote down the budgetary uh, situation that I then deleted because that was the only thing in this Oh, file. my God. Yeah. Uh, so this is really a non-movie. Yeah, it is so like, I will say this. Um. I think this movie would have been better if Skeet Ulrich and Cuba Gooding Jr. were playing opposite roles. You did mention that. Okay. I, think, I, do I think don't know tricks? why, but I think it would. Because hmm. um, Skeet is supposed to be like the, the competent, like charming guy, and Cuba is the like bumbling dude who's along for the ride and oh, like Oh yeah no I think I think Cuba can play a like very competent confident Cuba's guy really well. Like, yes. Yeah his his yes. like wheelhouse is like playing that smooth like like guy who can get it done. Like, but yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe I don't know but like early in his career he was often cast as the bumbling, you know I mean so like uh 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 Jerry Maguire for instance, right? Well yeah. his Oscar win, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed, but like he played, he he. It was yeah. It His was, wife is the character who's like really in control in that movie. Exactly. Also, Certainly. Regina King just won an Oscar last year. Mm-hmm. Fucking finally. Oh shit! Uh, well, finally. what'd she get her Oscar for? Um, I didn't see it. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I feel I bad remember. now. <laughs> I wasn't like costume and I'm design, drunk. Come yeah. on, like dude, right. me, yeah. I well, so the other thing that is weird about this is there's no stakes in an action movie like this, like Broken Arrow, like The Rock. Uh, there's always like a family or something where you're like, we care about these characters. No such thing exists. In this well, movie. it seems like the most important driving factor is that at the end of the movie, they can get their dicks wet. So yeah. Yeah. It's mostly that honestly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, there's <laughs> so like, was there a hog log for this or what? No, not God, really. I no. wish. No. So like no. another thing that bugged me is like the whole thing about it is this thing will this bomb will wipe out a, an area this big and it'll kill everybody in it. And when they they picked Montana. And the loca- it's like you can't there's a there is no place on the u.s with a lower fucking population density than montana you could have yeah. set this literally they didn't even film it in montana so it's not like they needed to like, i think they filmed it in like south carolina if i yeah. remember correctly yeah it's wow the confusing. uh the topography of those two places <laughs> yeah. is uh pretty pretty not starkly different comparable yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's like what the fuck oh uh so the director of this movie I don't remember his name. Hold on. It's Catherine Bigelow, that is, right? That is the correct judgment on that. Yes. Uh, Hugh Johnson, his name is. Uh, which sounds Hugh fake. Hugh Johnson. Yeah, right. <laughs> Talk about a hog log. hey We still got it. Uh, this is the only movie he's ever directed. Mm. Yep. You said uh, uh, he was like an editor, though, right? No, he was he he was a cinematographer. Oh, uh, he yeah. also did a lot of second unit directing. So he was actually the second unit oh. director on a bunch of Ridley and Tony Scott movies. Oh. So both Scott brothers. And if that well. that kind of points to like his directorial style, which is like yeah. crazy fast cuts and like mm-hmm. yes. frenetic nothing happening. On, on that same note, this movie looks like dog shit. It's <laughs> so. <laughs> So stupid. Like, so the 90s in general, especially the early 90s, had this, like, kind of glaze over it where everything mm-hmm. was, like, way too, like, light saturated. This yeah. movie takes that to a next level. But I it was at the a lot end of, of this. That's like a lot of Tony Scott. Tony Scott's movies look like that. I yeah. think so. This one was so aggressive on it, though. And it was at the end of the era where that was. Like, there were, I mean, well, the Michael Matrix Bay came did out in that. 1999. I like, say Michael Bay did that in his early movies too, and this sure. guy's movies are basically Tony Scott plus fucking yeah. The Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like this movie for the time and for the budget, which we'll get into, uh, should have looked so much better, and mm-hmm. it just looks like total, total horseshit. It's like amazing how bad, this, and the effects are terrible. Like everything about it is bad. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a like a real dog shit yeah. movie. I, I will say I'm gonna throw Lee right under the bus for this one. Lee was the one that picked this movie. I don't know why. I the picked fuck it you because it's be like <laughs> I picked it because it has a vague title and it has people that have names we've heard of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean that yeah, is your criterion. Nice, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I threw I put it on the fucking the spreadsheet and we were like mm, chill factor. All right. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, mean I, I looked at I looked at the cover art on the DVD and I went like, yeah, that could be fine, I guess. There I see Cuba Gooding Jr. and Johnny Depp maybe. I, yeah, that seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's only two pieces uh, of trivia on the IMDb for this movie. Wonderful. Uh, normally we're in the 30s to 50s for most of the movies we do. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and one of them is just that Bo- Skeet Ulrich and Cuba Gooding Jr. both made movies involving sled dogs at one point. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Come on. That is the Wait, perfect piece is, of trivia. Is this like a data analysis academic project that is <laughs> like automatically posting to IMDb? That is a crazy <laughs> trivia fact. <laughs> And it's one of two. One yeah, of my two God. pieces of trivia about this fucking what's, movie. What's the other wow. one? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I have I have not personally met, but I have seen Skeet Ulrich in real life on a panel for, I guess, Riverdale. Or no, for Scream uh, at the horror convention that I Scream. sometimes Scream. go to. Yeah. 
I am so upset that I didn't know about this movie <laughs> at the time. So I could ask him like, do you even remember Fabulous? <laughs> like, does is this a blip on your radar? What is the deal? Ugh. That's what a nightmare. Speaking of that, so some of the things we learned about Skeet Ulrich. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> he um, plays Jughead in Riverdale. No, Jughead's, Jughead's dad. dad. Oh, he's really? The, he's the yeah. sheriff. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Man, you, you were just guessing. I was movie, just guessing. Like, I could only remember yeah. <laughs> those two characters' names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he and his brother were kidnapped by their father as children. Um, so the Wikipedia page is weirdly vague about this. It says Skeet Ulrich alleges that his father. So like, it's, it's very it's, cagey about it, which seems weird. The way that it's it's worded at least makes it sound like his parents were divorced and his father took his children away without like yeah. consent mm-hmm. of doing so. Right. Um, and they moved around the country for like three years before they ended up back with their mom. Um, yeah. I don't he know, considers it his weirdly... stepdad to be his real father, which you know, okay, hey, that's sure. yeah, yeah. If your real dad kidnapped you, uh, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's his stepfather comes from NASCAR royalty. Um, yeah, that's ooh. a whole thing. Yeah. What? What? Who's he related to? Anybody I've heard of? I forget the okay. name of the family, but that's uh, the Earnhardts, I think. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that junior. God, God bless him. Like, well, bless his heart, but he's just. Flinging his seed all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just weird, like skeet over it shit, or like he, he, he's he's honestly he seems like a very reasonable dude, but he has been perennially passed over in Hollywood. I think, mm-hmm. like, because he looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, like he's not bad. Like in Scream, he was good, but he was a child, and since then, I think it's been sort of marginal if, roles. And if you're a famous person. That looks like another famous person who's more famous than yeah, you and, yeah. and still working. You're always going to be the off-brand version of that person. Right. Yeah, well, and real. you're just yeah. hoping that Johnny Depp's going to fucking lose his mind and go broke because of his fucking $30,000 a month wine habit. And now Skeet is like in his prime. <laughs> he can do it now. Yeah, he's They're going to make... cast him in the next Grindelwald movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we should start the fucking Twitter poll for JK to recast him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yes. a good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I so I don't have fuck. This movie doesn't exist. It's basically. dog shit. This movie it's, is total dog. I shit. have nothing to say it, about this. It's interesting movie. you say that. This movie almost does not exist. It, it, oh, you know, I found I, one copy of it, and it took me a couple days to download this for us. <laughs> I have. I have, do have one more thing. There's a scene where they steal a boat. And it's like a, uh, oh yeah, it's like a boat that you could put an outboard motor on, mm-hmm. but they don't. They row it instead. So like, strike well, one movie. It, huh. it might have had an outboard motor on it, but they ride it down a mountain before they put it in the. Don't water. give this movie credit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, and then there's like they're going through these like what's clearly about to become rapids, and then the next time we right, see them, right. they're just <laughs> on dry land. So, like, there was clearly a scene of them going through rapids with this bomb, and they just cut it out of the fucking movie. Hey, a mountain stream is usually pretty cold. Well, no, they, I they don't do. think they, they didn't dunk it. They should have, but they didn't. No. Yeah, they do. They dangle it off the side of the boat. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. And then bash it on a bunch of rocks and still explode. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> this is the most haggard uh, taking care of a thing that anyone has ever experienced. Yeah. Ah, this movie sucked. There's that scene where like Skeet tells Cuba to like reach in his pants, and what he means is like I've got a knife in my pocket. Yes, this is upsetting. Yeah. So they just did it so they could have a gay panic moment. Uh, Zach yeah, pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it's they're literally like being sniped by the bad guys and going to die. And yeah, it's just like played for gay panic. And he goes, reach in my pants. And then Cuba's like, what? and then he goes, oh, in my pocket. I've got something in my front pocket for you. Yeah. It was oh, just yeah. a knife. It's that. a thing everyone, like lots of people carry. It's yeah. 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 Everyone. Okay. <laughs> I have a knife right here. And another knife right do. here. There you go. Okay. And another right. knife right here. This is starting to get ridiculous. Uh, and another okay, knife so right here. The, uh... And another knife. Oh, it's across the room. Oh, uh, what a sword right. boy. What a sword boy. Oh, uh, money. And this axe. So the... And my axe. <laughs> the money on this is, I think, obvious in hindsight. Uh, so the, <laughs> the budget, inexplicably, as Lee mentioned, this is the directorial debut of this person. Mm-hmm. They gave him... Th- Thirty-four million dollars. That's a lot of money. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like in '99, that's, that's a bunch of money. Yeah. Yep. Um, it made eleven point eight. So very cool. Bad. That sounds very successful. Yeah. <laughs> um, opening weekend was because we're, five... we're using the chill factor scale, so it's like the absolute value. <laughs> you gotta keep it's... it underneath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so yep. they've made negative twenty. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, golf. Notably, like, domestically, I think it only made, like, six. And then, I don't know, DVD sales in China or something. Like, it was such a failure. Mm -hmm. A total nightmare. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. Okay. Um, So, uh, the IMDb is a 5-2. Uh, which okay, seems... that sounds like an exact middle. Sounds generous. Yeah, that sounds really it generous. does sound generous. I will say, well, okay, I'll get to that. Lee, you go first. Lee, okay, go. so the real movie, I... is it bad? Yeah. <laughs> is sure. it forgettable? Yes, definitely yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it need to exist? No, definitely no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are there better versions of the exact same movie with with more engaging? actors at least two right. that we've mentioned recently mm-hmm. yes yeah in fact broken arrow we're not broken arrow but the rock we talked about fucking uh ed harris having like a very interesting take on his character like this evil general like out to get justice it for is soldier. broken arrow is a bit different it is literally the rock it is a general that has been wronged in his mind and he goes to have revenge on the people mm-hmm. he thinks have wronged him it's yeah. a less nuanced version of that yeah, character we, exactly. we i can't about... believe that michael bay had a more nuanced version of anything <laughs> i know yeah we talked we talked at length about how like the reason ed harris's character in the rock works is because it's so nuanced and it's like not the one you the way you'd expect it this yeah. movie is yeah. Yeah, yeah is the way you'd expect this character to be. Okay. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and somehow still fails to live up to even that. Um, yep. Yep. He's also really weird and has like a strange energy, and I don't know what they were going for. But yeah. like... Hey, uh, this person has acted in things that are good. I, has he? I don't I didn't recognize him. Hey, I thought he's been in stuff. I don't know. His oh, acting probably was on Riverdale. So... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I do have a soft spot. For he plays Hiram. Hot, so. hot, hot teens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, go on. I don't fucking know, man. Like, I don't know. Two. Well, that's cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this isn't a two because of, like, any kind of outrage or, like, being upset about about this movie, like, being no, no, successful. No. Like, yeah. This is a two because this movie just doesn't. It just yes. sucks. This movie ceases to exist. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, like, explicitly does not do what Nintendo doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. Right. <laughs> this is the anti Sega of movies. Mm-hmm. Seth, the Chilarians, the Chilarians, yeah, the Chilarians and David Paymer action hero. Was there ever any doubt? I'm giving you a ten this week. That's three in a row, baby. I got the turkey. Oh my god, you fucking monster! Unbelievable. You can't make David Paymer clap, 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 oh, your action hero, and not have me give you a 10. I, well, yeah, fair enough. Man, I'm really hitting all them pandering uh, hot spots. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Pander Express in here. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Bagel Zackly. Um, <laughs> Jam Zackly. Still, still hurts me, yeah. Um. Okay, OG. Canadian Bacon Zackly. Toast Zackly. Oh, God. This is my entire life, you guys realize, right? Like, <laughs> somebody in Wegman says exactly, and I turn around and I go, oh, I'll, that's my whole life. I'll never <laughs> escape this. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Waffles, Ackley. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Hash uh, Brown, Zackley. Oh, OG movie. Um, I, so I watched this after Lee watched this, and I, I sent him, he sent me, I don't know, a hundred maybe messages that's less than usual the watching yeah it was a lot it's and usually more like four four hundred yeah. Yeah, yeah right uh and then i sent him a bunch and he his first response to me was wait did you like this movie <laughs> <laughs> and i i had to think about it it, it was it was a very pertinent question mm-hmm. i i think your comparison to the rock was very important in my decision on whether or not i like this movie because mm-hmm. i did not like this movie, okay but <laughs> it was very close to a lot of things that i do like mm-hmm. and i think for that reason i like i tolerated it at best see for yeah. me that's what makes it worse is it's so close to being yeah it's just like a bad version of things that are good that right. already exist yeah it's see, not I, even I, like this came first and the rock improved upon it this right, is just, we we did yeah. note that this came after all of the movies that it caught. Well, obviously, copied, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, it I the the interplay between Skeet and Cuba was fun at times. No, that's nonsense. Those aren't words. Like, I don't know. It was <laughs> the interplay between Skeet and Cuba is okay. the craziest fucking I mean, sentence I, I've I ever wouldn't, heard in my life. I wouldn't want to put it on the Carl Sagan gold record and send it into space. <laughs> I do want to put that sentence on the gold record though. Just just to show them linguistic diversity. <laughs> They're gonna think the human race is so dumb. Um, yeah, no Chilarians are going to invade now. <laughs> yeah, sure um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it was not as terrible as I thought it was going to be, but it is still a v- genuinely bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go like four. I think five point two is definitely generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Seth, your thing was great, uh, <laughs> despite having to sit in Lee's fart the whole time. I <laughs> it's thought, true. Uh, <laughs> You really Dutch oven, Leslie. Um, <laughs> yeah, really did. Um, 
I don't think it was 10, 10, 10, but like, uh, yeah, it was very nice. Uh, I'll go like seven, five. Let's see. Okay. Again, okay. I, I was coming into this with having watched the actual movie. And so you literally could not have lost. Like, yeah, it's it true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys need to keep giving me these shit movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we haven't even get like electric horseman's good. Oh, you electric just, horseman you is, just yeah. knocked it out of the fucking yeah, park. Yeah, on that, that was a one. fun like, one. I, I, I was confident about that one. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so next time, uh, Lee's going to do King of California, I think, uh, and also sort of little-known movie. It's got Maybe? some big names in it. It has some good cast, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll find out. Uh, I don't know yet. Sure so. enough. Sure enough. Yeah. It's true. Uh, well, until next time, guys, frittata Zachley. You're the fucking worst. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> David Pamer. Clap. Yay! (laughs) I hope I edit this one. (laughs)